0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Straight of Klein 2.0 with me, your host of course, Joseph Dylan Turl. and I have to apologise straight away if you can hear the horrible wind that's outside at the moment. It is currently banging up against the window and unfortunately I'm not Mother Nature so there's not really a lot I can do about it but we move, we move. I'm excited about this episode, because I feel like, apart from the episodes that Alex has uh, been on, or any other guest that's ever been on here, or the original Straight Outta Cline from back in the day, and by back in the day I literally mean a year ago, uh, this is the first time in a while I've actually come on here knowing what I'm going to talk about. And there's some interesting topics, let's just say that. There's some very interesting topics that I'm... Some of them I'm looking forward to talking about. Others, I don't know. I can't believe some people actually suggested them, but here we are. So what I've decided to do today is I reached out to a number of people across all different forms of my life. Be it work, friends, college, people who I met ages ago who I don't care about. I'm joking. I'm joking. That is a joke. They know I love them. I only met them last week. It was great. But I reached out to my acting friends, uh, some wrestling friends got in touch. I've got a lot of different topics that have been given to me to talk about on this podcast episode. However, I only have five minutes to talk about each topic. I've put them all into a wheel of names. So we'll see which ones come up. We'll try and get through all of them. It doesn't mean I have to talk for exactly five minutes. It just means I can't go over five minutes. But I can't go any lower than two and a half minutes. That's the goal I'm going to give myself. Now, the one little lenient part I'm going to give to myself is that I have a 30 second grace period. So if there's like you know, 4 minutes and 47 seconds left, and I keep talking, I can finish the point, even if it goes beyond the 5 minutes. But I can't go beyond 5 minutes and 30 seconds. I hope that makes sense, because sometimes I have a backwards way of explaining things, but without further ado, as my door very nearly just blew open there because the wind is that strong, let's get into it. What is the first topic? Here we go, Wheel of Names is ready. It's so slow on my laptop, oh my god. But the first topic is... Dun-dun-dun. Raccoons. Okay, I have to give my friend Ali a shout-out for this. Because this is the topic that she suggested. And it's one of the few things I haven't Googled. So three, two, one, here we go. So raccoons, they're an interesting animal. But I don't think I've ever seen a raccoon in person. It's funny because recently... I, I think I was talking about this uh, on my podcast maybe two or three weeks ago. Um, where I, I like to go for some late night walks around Cloyne When it's not, you know, when there's not an F5 tornado outside. And one time I was walking back. I'd never told this part of the story. I was coming down the road, which is a long, narrow road down where I live. And there was these three fucking badgers sprinting down the road. And I didn't realize badgers were that big. Like, these fuckers were jacked. And I got a fucking shit attack, because there was one ran by, a second one ran by, and a third one ran by. And I'm thinking, like, fuck, like, there's gonna be a whole army of them. But thankfully, it stopped. But anyways, the, the topic of conversation I was given was raccoons. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. I don't even know what country they are normally in. Are there any raccoons in Ireland? I don't even know. I feel like I've only ever seen them in cartoons. I don't even think, like, you know, sometimes when you go onto that side of YouTube where you go down a rabbit hole and David Attenborough's videos are getting, like, constantly recommended for you. I don't think I've ever seen anything about a raccoon. In fact, it's the one time I am going to Google raccoon. And, oh my god, why is the thing so slow? And, yeah, like, I mean, they don't look like something I'd want to come across. I mean, it's weird. They kind of look like a mix between, like, they've got, like, the face of a badger... But they also kind of look like a cat. Like, the way this one is positioned in the picture, it almost looks like a hedgehog before its spikes come out. And they they just seem like their tail is kind of weird. Is it true? And I need to try and find this out. Aren't these the things that, like, spray out, like, a really bad smell? Like, I remember it was, like, a green mist you'd see in the cartoons. I don't know if... Racco- oh, okay. Raccoon sighting in Ireland. Okay. So they're not common in Ireland, if, you know, like, you would never say, oh, a fucking dog sighting in Ireland. So, the fact that there was a sighting about it means that they're not quite common. And, of course, it's typical the internet goes as slow as it does now, but we are nearly at the two and a half minute mark, but I'm going to keep going. Let's see where they are. Do they live in the UK? They aren't established in the wild, but sightings have been reported since the 1970s. Are they in Europe? Germany, for their fur in the 1930s. Okay, and they are known quite across Europe. They're seen quite across... uh, Or a good bit uh, across Europe. That's quite interesting. Very random topic. But it is, you know, it's mad when, like... You know, growing up, I always knew what a raccoon was. But I've never seen one in person. Is that something... Like, are there raccoons in the zoo? Like, I don't know. These are the things I need answered. I probably should have done more research. But there was a lot of topics. And thank you all for suggesting them. But... I just don't have the time to do all of that. They are dangerous to human health. They can carry rabies, which is a life-threatening disease for humans. However, they pose a bigger threat through their droppings. Oh, wow. And they can offer up a whole load of different illnesses from the looks of things. Wow. It's crazy, like, when you look at them. Like, I mean, they look a bit fucking... Not deadly, but they, they look a bit sneaky. They look like... Do you know what they kind of remind me of? They kind of remind me of a a Pomeranian. Which is what my auntie actually has one of those dogs. And, like, they look alright. Like, they look friendly. But you can kind of tell in their eyes, they have a fucking nasty side to them. They're a bit sneaky. And, uh, yeah, I can definitely attest to that with the Pomeranian. And that is where I'm going to cut the conversation about that. Three minutes and 54 seconds. Not bad. Not bad. I'm going to, uh... How am I going to keep track of this? It doesn't matter. You can all... Listen, you've all got ears. You all know. You can just go back and listen to the the time that I said... That I spent talking about the topic. You know what I mean. But that was interesting because that was one of the ones I was dreading. Because I didn't know an awful lot about raccoons. We've got a few different animals here as well, which should come up. But anyways. Right. Let's reset the timer. What's the next topic? Come on. Give it to me. Oh... Finally, I say finally, it's only the second one. It is a topic that I would gladly talk about, and that's jackass. Three, two, one, here we go. Jackass is such a fucking huge part of my life. And it's only, I think, in the last few years I realized what a crucial part of, like... You know, there are certain things you watch growing up that, like, lead into teenage years and adult life obviously wrestling being the main one for me but jackass is one of those as well but almost kind of in spades like I remember watching videos of bam you know and like of like uh, D- DVDs of bam um or like you know clips of bam on DVDs when I was growing up uh, with my cousin Adam and I remember just thinking it was the funniest thing ever and I can still remember the first time I ever watched the first jackass I think I was like seven. And, like, to seven-year-old Dylan, it was the most bizarre, crazy thing I'd ever seen. Something I probably shouldn't have been watching at seven years old. But, holy shit, was it fucking hilarious. I don't think I saw the second one. I think I saw the third one before I saw the second one. Which is crazy. I can't even tell you a lot about what happens in Jackass 2. But I remember Jackass 3D just, like, crying from laughing. Absolutely crying from laughing watching that movie. And then unfortunately, shortly after, I was crying because of the death of of Mr. Dunn. Oh my god, what a sad day that was. What a sad day that was. And, and it was funny because... Uh, I'm actually, like, I'm, I'm getting, like... I'm actually tearing up talking about it now, which is so sad. Because I'm talking about someone I've never met. But Ryan Dunn. Like, he was the... He always took things in great spirits. Always. And... It was, like, honestly, it was that that first scene in Jackass uh, Jackass 3 where he gets slapped with the hand by Johnny Knoxville. And he's, like, pissing himself laughing, saying that, that Wee Man played it off so good. And it's like, oh my god, he was such a good sport about everything. And it was such a sad day when he passed away. And why the fuck did the timer just stop? Okay, that's annoying. The timer just stopped for some reason, so... This is going to be the least accurate time. But fuck it. I, I'll try and work it out in my head. But yeah. Like uh, obviously then Jackass. Uh, Jackass Forever came out recently. And between like Jackass 3D and Jackass Forever. Like really all I'd seen was clips here and there. I knew Steve always doing a lot. Uh, you know get, getting in trouble a lot of the time as well. But uh, I, I would watch him on Joe Rogan and stuff. And, and watch a few of his comedy specials. But other than that, I, I kind of lost touch with Jackass a bit. So there was kind of different times of my life where it would like appear and I would go, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And then Jackass forever happened. And obviously Johnny Knoxville was in the Royal Rumble and he had that amazing match with Sami Zayn at last year's WrestleMania, which even if you're not a wrestling fan, you got to check that match out. It is the most bizarre, stupid thing I've ever seen, but it's probably my favorite WrestleMania match of all time. And that's saying something. And I remember, like, the week I watched Jackass Forever, I was having such a shit week. It was such a horrible week, and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for this week to end. But I was belly laughing at that movie. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And, like, some people who I've spoken to are a bit mixed on it, but I think... I think it was great. It was the 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 game where they had to stay quiet despite having to do a uh, you know an act that was going to cause them a lot of pain. And Steve-O in his words, fucking forgot to be quiet. And jo- I mean Johnny Knoxville literally getting brain damage from uh, being in the in the ring with the bull. Like I can't put it words how much joy Jackass has given me, which is weird to say when you consider it is literally men putting themselves through the most unimaginable pain possible on purpose. And I'm gonna stop it there, it says 3 minutes and 37 seconds here, but obviously, for some reason, the timer stopped! I must have accidentally hit it by accident. I must have accidentally hit it by accident. That made no sense, I must have hit it by accident, is what I meant to say. But, let's say I was talking before so that's roughly, we we're, we're, were near enough the 5 minute mark. So yeah, sorry about that one, I that was on me, but you know what? We move, we move. So that's Jackass. Taken care of. Okay, we're making we're making good time here. Because I was quite worried about how long this episode might go, and it probably still will be very long. Okay, there was nearly a very dodgy topic that I probably will have to talk about if I have the time. But the next one is Chip Skylark. In three, two, one, let's go. Timer starts. So when Kean on Instagram suggested this one, I really had to think about. Who the fuck this was? I knew the name, and I was like, that sounds familiar, and I have no doubt after I Google it, I'll be like, oh, that's who that is. But I was not ready for the nostalgia trip that I was about to be taken on. Because Chip Skylark is from the fantastic animated series Fairly Odd Parents*, which was one of my favorite shows growing up. And it just really brought me back to the days where, like, because that was always on in the evening. I felt like that was always one that was on quite late. Well, not late, but, you know, like, six or seven o'clock. And, like, I can't, like, it's funny. I don't think I can remember a particular episode of it, but I watched the shit out of that show growing up. And me and Paula were only talking about this earlier. Uh, well, a little bit earlier today, but we have spoke about this for months, really, to be honest. How... Fucking blessed were we, the people who were born around 96, 97, 98 like us. Even into the early 2000s for some people like Alex. How blessed were we to have such great shows? Like we had fairly odd parents, Drake and Josh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, That's So Raven. Uh, I I thought i Carly was great. Um I feel like I'm forgetting a really obvious one. I thought Cory in the House was really good too. And it's definitely I don't give a shit. Hannah Montana. Like, you can call me a pussy if you want. Everybody watched that show, whether you were a boy or a girl. I don't care what anyone says. And it was fucking good. Right? It was really good. Still can't believe Miley and Hannah are two different people. Okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. But you get the point. It was really good. And yeah, to get back onto the point, like, Chip Skylark, like, I, I think he was some sort of, like, pop star, from what I remember. And I don't know, was he, like, a, like a parody of a real-life one? He He kind of looks like someone... Who, like, you know sometimes shows do that where, like, like, Dredrick Tatum in The Simpsons was obviously a parody of Mike Tyson. Is Chip Skylark? I'm gonna have to Google this. I'm, I'm Googling live on air, even though this is pre-recorded, but you know what I mean. Was he based off of somebody? Let, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Like I, like, I look at him and I go, yeah, I instantly recognized him. And I was like, oh my god. And yeah, like, there's a picture here of, like, him being chased by a load of, like, you know, fangirls. Like, literally, girls who are big fans of his. Apparently, he there's even an album out that's on Spotify and Apple Music. I may have to check that out. But he is... Oh, yeah, now I remember! He was a popular singer who was also loved by Timmy's dad, who still has one of the most iconic memes of all time with that empty trophy cabinet. But was he a parody off of somebody? I don't think so. Oh, he was! He was a parody of singers such as Justin Timberlake or Chris Kirkpatrick, who actually voices him. Chris Kirkpatrick? I hope I'm saying that right. I do recognize him. The the most metal-looking pop singer ever. He actually... That makes sense. That makes sense, because when I googled Chip Skylark, Chris's name did come up. So that makes sense. Yeah, what a time that was, though, growing up. I'm trying to think of what channel. Fairly odd parents was Nickelodeon, wasn't it? I'm fairly sure it was. Like, isn't that mad? It says here, like, Fairly Odd Parents Wiki. Like, everything has a wiki page now. Not just Wikipedia. And Wikipedia, for some reason, is being really dodgy on my Wi-Fi lately. But anyways, I'm going to go off on tangents even in these topics. Please forgive me. But, yeah, that that's crazy. Like, I was not ready for the level of nostalgia. And I have to fucking check out the album Beautiful Dog. Which I have no doubt. I d- oh, Icky Vicky, I do remember that! Find your voice, shiny teeth, my shiny teeth and me. That's a memory. That's a memory. And we've clocked that one in at 3 minutes and 55 seconds. So as far as like the topics where I didn't forget to start the timer again after accidentally hitting it, that's the longest one so far. That's what she said. Anyways, that's what? Three down now? We've got a lot to go. What do we got next? What do we have next? Drinking. Drinking is next. This is going to be good. Three, two, one, let's go. So, drinking is something. Oh my god. Okay, I've just clicked on the thing again by accident. But fuck, let's keep going. I'll already know what the next topic is. But drinking is something that, obviously, being from Ireland, has been very present throughout my my adulthood. And this my Irish teacher before a man I have to give so much credit for because he's one of the best people I ever met. That's Mr. Delaney. Big shout out to to Mr. Delaney from. Kilkenny. Uh, but I remember he was saying, like, isn't it crazy, like, how something you drink can mess with your head so much? Like, when you think about it, getting drunk is such a phenomenon. Because you're just drinking. And yes, I know there's chemicals and stuff, and, that like, it messes with your... Not messes, but, like, it affects your brain and stuff. I suppose it does mess with your brain. But it's just crazy how it's, like, one of the most enjoyable things you can do. But it's also one of the most catastrophic things you can do. And, like... It's just, like, mad because, you know, I was in the UK back in August. Late August, early September for WWE Clash at the Castle. And, like, there's obviously a big drinking culture in Ireland. There's a big drinking culture in the UK. Like, America in spades. Like, yeah, and spades, I would say, there's a big drinking culture. America's drinking culture, I think, is different to Ireland in the UK. And Europe's drinking culture, but they're still there. But then it's just mad, like, if you think about countries like... I don't know, we'll say... I mean, North Korea is a bit of an extreme example because they don't seem to... They don't seem to like to do anything fun. But we'll say, like, I don't know. uh, God, I'm really struggling to think of a country here. Let's just say... Let's just say Madagascar. Like, Madagascar is not exactly known for its drinking culture, is it? And it's like, I'm sure a night out in Madagascar would not be the same as a night out in Europe. But I'm trying to think of, like, other European countries, like... I'm like there's just like there are certain cultures that just don't indulge in drinking, like even Japan, which spoiler might be the next topic, like or Asia in general. Like I don't think the drinking culture is as big over there, but somehow in Ireland, and I always wonder, like, how did we get that reputation? Like, what? Why are? Why is Ireland known for being a big? I mean, we are a big drinking country, but like you know, sometimes in like, Americanized products and shows, they they can, they can over-exaggerate things a small bit. Let's be honest. Like, the Americans love to exaggerate. So it does make me wonder, like, where did this all start? You know? It's just kind of weird. But, like, dry January is a thing now, where, if you're not familiar, but I'm sure pretty much all of you are, it's like, after, you know, Christmas, where there's a lot of drink involved, you take the month off for January, and, like, that's it. But I think I've drank as much if not more in january than i did in december and i was surprised christmas i didn't really drink that much i only went out like once really and even then it was only for like two or three like my i had my staff party at work which was it was it was weird it was full on that night like everyone got a fair lash of drink and everyone was well behaved everyone was well behaved but like everyone was fairly merry let's let's say but like the night just went so quick like, it's mad, like, that was, that's nearly a month ago already, like, what the fuck? But the night went so bloody quick. And I'm at a weird stage now where I feel like I don't drink as often as I used to. But yet it's still, you you think because of that it would take, like, less drink for me to get, like, really, really drunk. But I feel like it still took a lot, like, even at the end of the night, I didn't feel like I was that pissed. I I was fine. I was a bit, like, tired, and I was a bit, you know, when I I got home, I was like, when I woke up the next morning, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm paying for today. But I never at one stage felt like, oh, shit, I'm Langer's. I was like, yeah, I feel drunk, but, like, I don't feel that bad. I don't know, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird, but, like, dry January is something that, like... Fair play to anybody who can actually stick to it. Like, that's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm not even gonna commit to something like that, because it's like, look, if it happens, it happens. If I have a drink, I have a drink. Like, who cares? But I will say, this is one thing I'm glad about, because I used to go out a fucking lot, as most young people did. And even now, at the ripe old age of 25, I still like to go out here and there. But there was a time in my life where I used to go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And if people were around during the other days of the week, I was probably there too. But I didn't, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really take it easy, let's just say. And now I only go out if there's an occasion. I, I, I can't just go out for the sake of going out. And for that, I'm immensely proud. And just like that, I got it bang on five minutes. I could see the timer. I was like, I gotta get it bang on five minutes at least once. Now, to be fair, it's five minutes zero seconds, like zero point eight. But fuck it, it's close enough. We actually got to the five minute mark. That is absolutely insane. I got a huge fright there because I thought the thing wasn't recording and I was about to just like completely give up on this show. But there we go. And the best thing is the next topic of conversation has already been picked. I can't remember to be honest who suggested drinking. I think it was someone from work. So like congratulations. Is that the right word? I don't know. I'm just going to move on to the next topic. Apologies. I can't remember who said that. But the next topic is Japan slash Korea, which is not exactly how the topic was wrote, but that's what we're going with. In 3, 2, 1. So, everybody knows I am a bit of a a nerd when it comes to Japanese culture and Japan in general. And yes, this did start a lot with, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling when that was going through its boom period. But it also has to do with, with video games. Like, Tekken, for example. I was a huge Tekken fan growing up, and I still like Tekken an awful lot. Mortal Kombat, I know, had a lot of Chinese influence, but there was a bit of Japanese influence there as well. And I remember Kenny Omega said this before, that, like, he was, like, obsessed with Japanese culture before he even realized it was Japanese culture. And fair fucks to Kenny Omega, who, yes, is a wrestler, for those of you who are wondering. He's from uh, Canada. I believe he's from... He's from Winnipeg. He's from the same place as Chris Jericho in Manitoba. But... He said, um, like, when he moved over to Japan, like, he had to learn the language. And he's fluent in Japanese. He cuts promos and everything in Japanese, which is crazy. And, like, I can barely speak English. Like, I did Irish, like, the Gaelic uh, language, Guelga. I learned that from the age of 5 to the age of 18. And I can still barely put a sentence together. A few basic things here and there. I can say my date of birth. It's it's de fiora And that's about as far as I can go. But like this guy can speak fluent Japanese and it's not just any fucking language, it's a language that has like different characters to you know the characters we have like the letters that we use. And that's crazy about like Asian culture in general. Like Japan, Korea, China, like they've got different characters for their lettering. And sometimes like a symbol can mean a sentence that like that's really really weird like you see people with, like japanese or chinese tattoos and it's like one or two symbols but it can be like a, a big long sentence with like this deep meaning to it um and like when it comes to korea like i mean we think in ireland we have it strange with the the, the border between the the north and the republic you know north and south but jesus christ korea makes us look like a fucking sunday league rivalry it's crazy I mean, like, you literally can't Google map North Korea. I, like, that's mind-boggling. If anybody hasn't seen the documentary about Collision in Korea, which, yes, was a wrestling show, the Dark Side of the Ring documentary on that show, I can't recommend it enough. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to watch it. Trust me, you don't. Probably not the best person to say that as a huge wrestling fan. But look, come on. Trust me on this one. Trust me, brah. It's a really fascinating documentary into, like, how the North Korean system works. I know this was, like, back in the 80s, but how how the North Korean system has worked for such a long time. Like, it's mental. It's mental. But it's funny, me, Parag, and Alex, uh, we were planning a trip to Tokyo uh, a few years ago. And obviously, COVID kind of halted that. But, yeah, Japan is still the country I think I want to visit the most that I haven't been to yet. I, I still think that that's the number one. If I could go anywhere tomorrow that I haven't been yet in my life, it would be Japan. And I'd love to see Tokyo, Kyoto. Um, oh God, where else would I like to see? Um, Osaka. There's just so many places that, I, that, I'd, uh, that I'd love to see. And apparently in Japan as well, there's different dialects of Japanese that if you live in one part of Japan, the other part of Japan actually might not understand what you're saying. It's like you're speaking a different language. It's mental. That is mental. And it, like Japan is supposed to be like one of the safest countries in the world. Like Tokyo is meant to be one of the safest cities in the world. Like I, I remember hearing stories from people who lived over there saying that like, you know, there'd be people who might have had a night out the night before. So maybe this disproves the other point I made that people don't have a big drinking culture in, Japan, in, in Asia in general. But there'd be people like passed out in the street after a night out. And like, you know, in a lot of countries it would happen here in Ireland like people might try and rob that person or, you know, do other horrible things to that person. But in Japan, they just they just walk over you. They just get on with their day. They don't t- pay any attention to it. And that's really, like, crazy. And South Korea is pretty interesting because, from what I hear, it's a pretty cool place to visit. But, like, uh, the men from South Korea, like, even, like, Huming ming Son, who plays for Tottenham, like, he has to go on military duty when he's called for it. So, like, they can just call you and pull you into that at, at any time, which is mental. I think he's, like, completed all the things he has to complete now, but... It's just mad how, like, North Korea is, like, literally... You can't even look at a picture of it on Google Maps. But South Korea is meant to be, like, one of the coolest tourist destinations on the planet. And that would be another place I would like to visit. And that's where we're going to end that topic of conversation at 4 minutes and 52 seconds. Cool. Let's just move it along. We've got a nice average here. We're kind of coming in around the same times for a few of these. Up next, we have... Elephants. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. So elephants are an animal that I have seen in person. It's it's mad. I haven't seen a raccoon, something relatively small, in person, as far as I know. But I've seen an elephant. Obviously, it was in a zoo. But elephants are so fucking, like, fascinating. Like, as the old saying goes, like, an elephant never forgets. And it's true. Like, if you pissed off an elephant when it was, like, two or three years old, and then you don't see the thing again for, like five or six years, and you go back, that elephant will fucking remember. That elephant will remember the shit you did. So it's always best to stay on the good side of an elephant. And for an animal that's quite... ugly, in certain ways, like, they're not the most pleasant things to look at, they're kind of cool to look at, and they're, they're kind of... How do I say this? They're kind of ugly cute, if that makes sense. And I'm trying to think of who suggested elephants. I can't remember, so sorry. I, I was, I was going to give everybody credit for the topics they suggested, but I can't remember. But elephants are, yeah, like, I mean, you know one phrase I still don't understand? Is, let's address the elephant in the room. Like, there's so many sayings around elephants. An elephant never forgets, let's address the elephant in the room. So, let's, uh, let's see what that means. So, let's address the elephant in the room which is a phrase I used quite recently. (coughs) Excuse me, quite recently. So the expression, the elephant is in the room, is a metaphorical, uh, blah, 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 in English for an important or blah, 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 blah. Okay, so, but, like, where did it come from? Like, where did the saying come from? Like, when was there an elephant in the room? So, origins. In 1814, Ivan Krolov, Krylov... (laughs) <laughs> Ivan Koloff was a wrestler. I-, I promise I'll stop talking about wrestling. Give me a second. A uh, poet and fabulist, don't even know what that is, wrote a fable entitled The Inquisitive Man, which tells of a man who goes to a museum and notices all sorts of tiny things, but fails to notice an elephant. The phrase became proverbial. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, you do learn something new every day. That's pretty cool. It's based off a poem from 1814. Like, isn't that mad? That phrase started in 1814. 1814, and here I am in 2023, however many years later, I'm really bad at maths, well over, well over 100 years, I can tell you that much, but here I am in 2023, still using a phrase that was popularised or first kind of noted in 1814. That is really cool, and I didn't know that, and I bet some of you didn't know that either. Who said Straight of Cline wasn't an educational podcast? Certainly not me. So that's the shortest topic so far. Two minutes, 50 seconds, but I'm sorry. I couldn't think of anything else to talk about with elephants. And we're going to move on because I don't want this to be like 10 hours long. Right, so up next, what do we have? What do we have? What do we have? We are going to talk about dogs. Yay! Let's talk about dogs. I probably will go five minutes for this one. Three, two, one, let's go. And it was my sister who suggested this. Uh, so shout out to Keras. But dogs. Who doesn't love dogs? Like, I worry about people who are not lovers of dogs. Now, I do understand people who might have been bit by a dog when they were younger, or, you know, there might have been, like, a guard dog that lived next door that kind of scared you. Like, I get why you'd be a bit wary of, of those types of dogs. And don't get me wrong, like, if I ever see a stray dog, I'm like, oh, okay, this this is going to go one of two ways. This is either going to be, well, one of three ways, really. A really friendly dog who, you know... I can rob and it'll be fine. It's going to be a dog that's a bit scared and it's going to run away. Or this is going to be an angry motherfucker who's going to try and bite my leg off. And thankfully, the last one hasn't really happened too much. But, you know, like with dogs, as, as much as everyone loves them, there is that risk. You know, you can never quite trust the dog fully. You always got to be kind of aware of what they can do. But it is... Crazy, like, how an animal can bring so much joy to so many people across the world. And, like, I don't care. Like, Labradors will always be my favorite dogs. And Golden Retrievers. They are just... I just want to fucking give them a big squeeze. They're just so fucking adorable. I remember we had we had two Labradors growing up. We had Jeff, who, yes, I did name after Jeff Hardy. And we had Ozzy who may or may not have been named after a heavy metal singer that you've probably never heard of because he didn't really make it too big in that world. I'm obviously joking. But we had two Labradors, Jeff and Ozzy, and, oh, like, what, what I'd give to have them now. I, I think I was, like, 9 or 10 when we got those dogs. And, like, I just, like, I feel like now I would enjoy it so much more. And, I mean, like, if if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you'll know that... Uh, My Shih Tzu, Kuza, who we had for 12 years, probably the longest we ever had a dog in this family. Uh, He unfortunately passed away, and oh my god. My god, I'd never been so gutted. So with Jeff and Ozzy, they were given away just because, honestly, at the time, we didn't really have the setup to look after two dogs, and it just wasn't fair on them. And there wasn't always someone around to take them for walks and stuff. And Labradors, all types of dogs need to be walked, but uh, we had to give them away, and I was fine with it. Um, you know, I knew they were going to a place where they were going to be looked after, so that was fine. But with Kuza, man, like Kuza was just—he was literally, literally there half my life. I got him, or we got him when I was twelve, and he died when I was twenty-four. And like, I on on that podcast episode, I started crying. I like a a pet, like a, the the death of a pet had never hit me so much as it did with Kuza. It was just—he he hadn't been well for a while, but. I remember when I got the news that he was being put down. I just couldn't believe it. And like even like when I go into the into the area where he normally was, I, it just still feels so empty. It just still feels so empty. I'm gonna start crying again on this podcast. And I won't. I'm gonna hold. I uh, hold it together. But uh, it's just mental. It is just mental. Like what an impact. Like it's mad. Like with a dog, because like they're only a part of your life. You know, like they, they they'll be around for a period of your life, but you're there for their entire life, and like. That's pretty crazy. And I'm not going to take credit for that quote or that, you know, sentence there. I, I did see that on Facebook many, many moons ago, but I don't use that toxic app anymore. But uh, yeah, dogs are just like such lovable, lovable animals. And I will eventually get another one. I just think it's it's still quite soon uh, after kuza. I mean, that was only what, July? I think it was that Kuza passed away and like, what's that now? Seven months or whatever it is. And, like, yeah, a lot of time has passed. Like, seven months can be a long time as well. But I, I still think it's too soon right now for me to get another dog. My siblings are always asking me to get uh, uh, to get another one. But, uh, oh, man. It was just... I couldn't believe it. I'm, I'm going to blame. Who I'm going to blame for breaking the news about who's dying is Alex. Because I had just bought a new pair of headphones. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I got these sick headphones. And I'm like, I, th- I think I'm the dog's bollocks. No pun intended. And I go over to show Alex. To go look at these epic new headphones. They were Sub-Zero headphones. And I knew I, I knew that he had a pair that, uh, of Sub-Zero headphones. Actually, the mic he uses is a, is a Sub-Zero mic. And he just went, Do you hear the news? And I was like, no. And yeah, is being put down. Because kuza So where I live, there's two houses like right alongside each other. And kuza would roam between the two houses. But he slept in the other house. It's my, my auntie's house. And I was like... Oh, shit. And that final goodbye. Oh, my God. That's something I can only briefly talk about because uh, I will start crying then. But, oh, my God. It just felt like the end of an era. It was so, so fucking sad. Oh, Kooza. Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace. Five minutes, four seconds. As I said, 30 second grace period. So, we're still on track so far with all of them. The jackass one. You mathematicians can work that out. But I don't think we went over 5 minutes. Or at least 5 minutes and 30 seconds. Right. Let's move on here. How long have I been recording for? 36 minutes. Okay. So we gotta be careful. Oh! Here we go. I was waiting for this one to come up. I was waiting for this one to come up. This is something that I learned today. The day I'm recording this. Which is Wednesday. This will be coming out Friday. So just so you know. Big shout out to Rory Brown, who is the biggest Straight Outta Klein fan in the world. He's actually got Straight Outta Klein posters in his room, and he can neither confirm or deny this on the podcast because I decide who comes on here, and I'm just gonna have it that he doesn't come on here so that you all believe what I just said. He's he said he said he's even got bed sheets with the Straight Outta Klein logo on it. So thanks for your support, Rory. Really means a lot. But anyways, let's get on with it. Three, two, one, go. So, Doggerland. We went from dogs to Doggerland. That's kind of cool. So, this is something I'd never heard of before. So, according to Wikipedia, it was an area of land now submerged beneath the North Sea that connected Britain to continental Europe. It was flooded by rising sea levels around 6,500 to 6,200 BCE. The flo- uh, the flooded land is known as the Dogger Littoral, and geological surveys have suggested that it stretched from what is now the east coast of Britain what are now the Netherlands, the western coast of Germany, and the Danish peninsula of Jutland or Jutland, whatever. That is absolutely mind-boggling. That's like that, and I'm a geek for stuff like that. Like I'm obsessed with borders. I, I do I love it. I love looking at borders. It's just so cool, like the fact that you can be in one place, but you can like be looking at another place. Like that's crazy. Um, but that's like really cool. And isn't it mad, like when you look at it? So like Britain the Netherlands, Germany, and a Danish peninsula, And it's safe to say, like, these countries haven't always quite seen eye to eye, and maybe some of them still don't. Like, who hasn't had a feud with Britain at this stage? Britain have been, like, the ultimate heel of of countries. Like, they just have been. Like, the Empire has literally ruled, like, nearly everywhere. But, obviously, Germany, most famously, with the World War... Netherlands and Germany haven't always seen eye to eye. But like it's mad like how all these countries like broke up into different cultures but like once upon a time they were all connected together. Like imagine how the world looked this time like 5,000 years ago. And just the way it would all end up. And think about like 5,000 years from now. How will the world look? Like apparently there's going to be some countries and cities that are just going to be completely underwater because of where they're built. I mean it freaks me out sometimes because Cork is Built on a river. The River Lee. And. Eventually. Those sea levels will rise. And there'll be no more Cork. But you know. Hopefully we'll be dead and buried by that time. Like I'm, like that's the thing. Like you know the world eventually does end. Like God I feel sorry for the people. Who are actually going to be there to witness it. Like that's going to be mad. I watched a video actually. I didn't watch the whole thing. But um, I watched a bit of it. It was like three hours long. And it was like. Showing, like, how the world would end and the lead-up to it and how, essentially, how the whole universe was gonna cease existence one day. But only, like, seven minutes in, Earth was gone. And this was a three-hour video! So you, as you can imagine, Dylan's mind at, like, one o'clock in the morning when he was watching this was fucking overthinking all this and going, Oh shit! I'm gonna die in, like, seven minutes! But then I had to realize that this is a simulation and these are all estimates and whatnot and that it's probably fairly accurate, but it's also going to be many, many years after, you know, my great, 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 great grandchildren will die, never mind me. So, yeah, it's not something I should be overly worried about, but it's quite cool. But Doggerland, it just, I don't know, it just sounds like something out of an Irish sitcom. I can't believe that's what it's actually named, and I'm sure, like, at the time, that's not what it was called, or maybe it was. Let's, let's see. Uh, I can be corrected on that I'll probably be corrected on it at some stage over the next few days depending on uh, if I'm right or not but yeah, no, it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy like, I wonder back then like were regions taken as seriously like, you know, 6,500 BC and 6,200 BC was there even humans And I don't know I don't know I imagine there was i probably just made my sound myself sound really stupid there. But anyways, yeah, that's crazy. Like geography is is weird. Like it was we- I saw a video actually recently of Klein um in like the 1970s or 80s or something and holy shit, like the more things changed the more they stayed the same, but it was like the differences were so notable. And it's weird cuz like like Klein where I live, where this podcast is coming straight out of, you get it? Like, it's, it's an old village. And like, a, it, sometimes you pass through here and you would think you're still in the year 2004. And that's being kind. Saying 2004, because some people might say 1994. But it's quite old. But like, looking at a video from like that long ago, it, it's mental. It is absolutely mental. And that's Doggerland. Four minutes, 36 seconds. Thank you for that, Rory. My biggest fan in the whole world who wears straight out of Klein pajamas. Let's go. What's next? Wasn't working there for a second. Oh my god, that gave me a fright. Okay, up next we have... Fighting! Oh, this could be a good one. 3, 2, 1, let's go. So fighting is something that I both love and hate. Because I'm a huge combat sports fan. And within the context of combat sports... By god, do I love a good fight. I just love watching trained fighters just fucking go at it. Obviously I train in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And some people might say that's not fighting, but it's grappling and it's competitive and it is a combat sport. But like, just, I don't think you can beat a big fight feel. No matter what it is, whether it's whether it's MMA, boxing, I will count pro wrestling. Because even though, yes, it's not a real fight, it's predetermined. Just that big fight feel, even in an entertainment setting, you just can't beat it. Like, it's just, I don't think there's anything more empowering. But then there's the other side of fighting, which is, like, street fighting. And I fucking can't stand it. Now, I'm no saint, right? I'm no saint. And unfortunately, on a few occasions in my younger days, I did by myself in certain situations which ended in physical altercations, let's just say. But, like, you just never feel good after it. You just never feel good. Even if someone was being an absolute prick to you and it got physical and, you know... Whatever happens, happens. But, like, it just... You just never feel good after it. It just leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Because you can have, like, a great night. And a successful, you know... I was going to say a successful night. That sounded kind of weird. But, you know, you can have a really fun night out. And then one little scruff with someone. And it's like, oh, it's just... Because that's what you remember. You remember stuff like that. Like, here's a, a thing I don't think I've ever actually told on this show. I got into a fight... I say I got into a fight. I got attacked in 2018 by this fat fucking piece of shit. And he knows who he is. And I hope he listens to this because he's a prick. But my toe has never fully healed from it. My big toe on my left foot. Never fully healed. And, like, it was funny because I wasn't drinking at that stage. But I was out that night. And this whole the whole night, this prick, who was kind of in the group I was in at the time. But, like, he was... Yeah, it wasn't a great group, let's just say that. I don't talk to anybody in that group anymore, thank God. But he was just, like, the whole night he was giving me shit. The whole night. And whatever happened, happened. Like, we exchanged a few words. I actually went to walk away. And the fucker hit me from behind. And whatever happened, it, I don't know actually what actually happened, but I somehow hurt my toe during this altercation, and it's never fully healed. And it really pisses me off. And the excuse he gave afterwards was that he was drinking after taking medication. And apparently, this is why I wa- why I shouldn't be mad at him. Like, what a stupid fucking excuse. And it's crazy because when you train in martial arts or combat sports, one of the main things they teach you is discipline. Like, these skills are to be used within this setting, in competitions, and, you know if someone goes near you, like, you can use certain things in self-defence, but you never ever throw the first punch or go and attack someone or whatever. Michael Bisping will tell you that. He he did a little bit of time for kicking, some, kicking someone in the head in a street fight. And because of his martial arts background, that's what they based him getting time off of, was that he used his skills and expertise. This is well before he was in the UFC, by the way. A long time before that. Um, he because he used that combat background, he had to do a little bit of time. I think it was only like thirty days or something, but still, thirty days and twenty three hour solid confinement is not sound some, like something I would like to do. Uh, but yeah, like it's just, it's, it's yeah, it's just mad how like things can escalate that quickly. So there's the great side of fighting where you can watch it for entertainment purposes, and there's the bad side of fighting where scumbags think they're in the UFC, but really you're just an absolute fucking waste of space of a human being and you need to get your shit together and that's where we're gonna stop fighting at 4 minutes and 10 seconds I was gonna say 9 because I missed the stop button but we'll go 10 and there we go right how many topics do we have left we still got a few and um, how long have I been recording 46 minutes let's see where we go next up next we have The Rock The Rock Let's go. Three, two, one, go. What do I think about The Rock? It doesn't matter what I think about The Rock! If you know, you know. But in all seriousness, The Rock. What can I say that hasn't already been said about this man? Now, obviously, Celtic Combat is a new segment on this show. And yes, I'm aware I need to fix the logo for those who pointed it out. I'm working on it, don't worry. But I I do have to talk about The Rock. Like it's such an inspiring story. Like, like his movie production thing, whatever you want to call it, is called $7 Industries, or 7 Bucks Industries, or something like that. And that's because, in his 20s, one day, he realized he only had $7 to his name, and he said, the quote is something along the lines of, I'm really poor right now, but one day I won't be. And look at him now, the most fucking famous and well-paid star in Hollywood, obviously had an amazing career in WWE, and is... Probably the most recognizable man on the planet. Like, I don't think you'll ever meet somebody who hasn't heard of The Rock. And I refuse to call him Dwayne Johnson. It really grinds my gears. And I know this might not make a lot of sense to some people. But it grinds my gears when people call The Rock Dwayne Johnson. As if you fucking know him. As if you're going for a pint with him on Saturday night. Just call him The Rock. I know it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I could just, I could never call him Dwayne Johnson. He will always be The Rock to me. But, like, The Rock is just, like, it, there's a rumor going around the wrestling news outlets at the moment that The Rock potentially will be wrestling at WrestleMania this year against Roman Reigns, his cousin slash not-cousin. That's a long story that I'll get into another time on Celtic Combat, maybe, but I'm sure a lot of people know about that. Because uh, WrestleMania is in California this year, in, in Hollywood, and it makes sense. The Rock, the biggest star to go from wrestling to Hollywood, and now is the biggest star in Hollywood and has been for such a long time, wrestling a match in Hollywood against Roman Reigns, who's been the top guy for a long time now, Tribal Chief versus People's Champion, two Samoan badasses going at it, both descendants of the Anawaii family, makes a lot of sense. And the point I'm getting at there is that like The Rock hasn't wrestled a match for how long now? 10 years. I'm not counting the Eric Rowan match. That was that was a gimme. That was a gimme. But the John Cena match in 2013. WrestleMania 29. Which actually made me take a little bit of a break from wrestling. It was so bad. Um, it was the last time The Rock wrestled a proper match. And even now, 10 years later, he can come back. And he'll still get the biggest pop. And that's something that only a few can do. The Rock can do it. Cena can do it. Uh, Austin can do it. Hogan did for a while. And maybe in some parts of the world, he probably still can. But not to the level of the others I've just mentioned. Um, and, and yeah, like just the way The Rock went from that like having $7 in his in his bank account or in his wallet or whatever, you know, failed American footballer, upcoming like thir- first ever third generation wrestler in WWE, got off to a bit of a poor start with the Rocky Maivier character. People turned against it. He ended up turning heel, became one of the biggest stars in WWE, went on to Hollywood, has absolutely just killed that And he just seems like the most wholesome man in the world who can demolish a cheat meal. I fucking adore The Rock. And it's funny, I don't think I've ever heard of someone who doesn't like The Rock. And there's the common criticism of, oh, The Rock in every movie just plays The Rock. Well, if you could play the same character in every film over and over again and get paid the money that he gets paid... Don't tell me you wouldn't do that. I am literally a trainee actor. Technically a qualified actor as well. Just saying. And I love playing different characters. But if I got an offer tomorrow. And the deal was. You got to keep playing this character for the rest of your life. You can't change it. But you're going to get this amount of money. That The Rock is making. I'd be like fuck yeah. Sign me up. Because I know it's still going to be entertaining. I know it's still going to be something that people are going to watch. And I'm going to make my money from it. So what I say is good on you, Rock. Good on you, Dwayne. Oh, I even feel dirty calling him Dwayne. CM Punk used to do that a lot in his promos when he'd talk about The Rock. He'd call him Dwayne. And he did it so he'd get heat. Because us wrestling fans don't like calling The Rock Dwayne Johnson. It'd be like if I kept calling The Undertaker Mark Calloway. It'd just be weird. Or if I called CM Punk Phil Brooks. Like, come on, you got really cool ring and stage names. Like, that's not, like... Let's not ruin that. Obviously, it's different for guys like Cena and Brock Lesnar and whatnot. But, yeah. There you go. Four minutes and 50 seconds. I probably could have gone a bit longer there. But I felt like it would have just been me going on a tangent about wrestling. And I know that's not what people are here for. So, I said I would stop it. Okay. How are we for time? Right. We are at 52 minutes, pretty much. So, one more topic... No matter what it is, I'll 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 do it. There's some good ones here. There's some eh ones here. I forgot to get rid of the Japan one. Let me just get rid of that. Uh, I forgot to get rid of the Rock as well. Let's get rid of the Rock. And let's see what we get here in 3, 2, 1. Let's fucking see what we get. This has been a lot of fun. And it's gone by really, really quickly. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. Ha! Oh, by the way, I need to give my brother Sean a shout-out. He suggested The Rock. Can't give uh, Karis a shout-out without giving Sean a shout-out, and vice versa, so thank you for that, Sean. Oh, my God. Right. First of all, I just want to say, fuck you, Erica. Fuck you, Erica Fitzgerald, you fucking fuck. Because the next topic is from the aforementioned Erica Fitzgerald, who is one of my best friends, and I love her to bits she has asked me to talk about necrophilia. And I said as long as it wasn't racist I told myself this that I would talk about whatever topic it was. And unfortunately necrophilia is not racist. Oh my god. 3, 2, 1. Like, I mean, how do you get to a stage in your life where necrophilia becomes something that you even contemplate? Like I just don't get it. And I really wish I could stop it there, but I did say I'd have to go at least two and a half minutes. I wonder how long the people know that. Oh, okay, and I'm not going to finish that sentence. I think you know where that was going. Like, the, the 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 thing I want to talk about now is, like, how did your mind go here, Erica? Why did your mind go here? You could have asked any random topic, and and this is where your mind went to. And you spelt it correctly as well. And I only know that because I had to copy it from the thing. So I could put it in the wheel of names. So is there something you're not telling us, Erica? Hmm. That's quite interesting. But anyways. Yeah, like, I just... Like... I don't even know what to say! Why did I have to end on this one? Like, I could have ended on... So let's see what we had. We had food, hobbies, mushrooms being related to humans, which would have been cool... Disney Comedians and Necrophilia. What an absolute fucking shitshow. That's 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 what I gotta say about that. And as you can tell, like I'm just filling for time now because I don't even know Like what to do. Like I mean Okay, so I I did oh god. I probably should have put my thing on incognito. I'm an idiot. I've just googled Necrophilia to see what will come up. Oh my god, I can even Oh my god the pictures! like they're not like explicit but like this is horrible but i've just found out there's three types there's three types oh my god they distinguish genuine necrophilia from necrophilia, whatever the fuck that is and classify true necrophilia into three types necrophilic homicide regular necrophilia and necrophilic fantasy okay that's Like, listen, I, you know, people have their kinks, right? And I've always said if it's two consenting adults, like, whatever, as weird as stuff might be for some people. But, like, dead people. I don't get to a, I I don't don't understand how you can get to a stage in your life where dead people is your attraction. Because then, I mean, it's not two consenting adults then, is it? Because one of them's dead. Like, apparently, don't ask me how I know this, but apparently, it's a lot more common in animals. But some animals don't have the intelligence that we have. And I think some of them don't understand that the thing they're trying to mate with is dead. So, like, you know. I mean, there is a really. Oh my god, like. There's a really, really bad wrestling storyline that I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with. And yes, I am bringing this back to wrestling. The Katie Vick storyline. Where, uh... Necrophilia was kind of... You know... Suggested. If that's the right word. And I've already been talking about this for 3 minutes and 25 seconds. And that's where I'm going to end it. Well, lads, apart from that last topic... Again, fuck you, Erica. That was actually quite fun. And I think this is something I want to do a lot more of. And this was literally... I was thinking about it on my lunch break at work. Like, what the fuck do I talk about this week? Like, I can't talk about in the, the combat sport news or uh, wrestling news. Because that's for Celtic combat. But, like, I, I don't want to just ramble as well. I feel like I need something in particular to talk about. And even though I ended up talking a lot about wrestling, but whatever... We we you know, I, I came up with this idea because I I I do remember doing something similar to this before, uh on the original Straight Out of and that was where I put up yeah, I think I already spoke about this at the start, but essentially I put up a story on Instagram which said the first three topics that peop that come up here that people suggest I have to talk about no matter what they were. There was Beans, Capri Sun. It ended up being four topics, actually, because uh, Capri Sun was something I wanted to talk about because I hadn't seen one in ages and then all of a sudden I started seeing them everywhere. So there was Beans, Capri Sun, Muff, which I still don't know what that is, and Wrestling was the last one. So you can blame, I can't remember who picked that, but you can blame whoever that was for me going on a rant about wrestling. But anyway, yeah, this was a lot of fun and I would like to do this again. And yeah, let's just end it there. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Celtic Combat will uh, will be back soon, easy for me to say. Hopefully at the start of next week sometime. Because there's a lot of stuff happening in all combat sports and sports entertainment at the moment. If you know, you know. But we will get into that soon. And until then, I will talk to you all next time. And to make up for the lack of wrestling talk. Even though there was still a bit of it. As always, I end with either a classic wrestling promo or MMA interview. And this week, I'm just feeling more of a wrestling promo. So let's fucking go with that. Here's a classic wrestling promo from the past obviously my English is really bad today I apologize I'm very tired leave me alone and until next time have a good one speak to you soon
1: and I I was gonna take the high road and just say thank you and leave don't take the high road Paul but I have something to say to you say this to you, Eric Bischoff. But in case you don't notice, it's not Paul Heyman with his tail between his legs going to a WCW pay-per-view. Hide your wives, it's edge. Nobody hears No edge! Yeah. I know nobody with a written promo has the balls to say this to you. But I have two words for you. (laughs) Matt freaking Hardy! For a year!